Hi, this is September from September Morning, and you are listening to today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland. What's going on, everybody? It's Bill Bailey with today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio, and I am sitting here with... September of September morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good. <laughs> We're sitting in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right next to the shower. <laughs> you got your Star Wars pants on. I know. I'm ready. I'm ready for the new movie. Are you ready for the oh, new movie? Oh, yeah. Do yeah. the last trailer. Did you see the last Yeah. Tra- oh, yeah. my God. Okay. I mean, like, I grew Can up with that. we just talk about that? Like, that is amazing. It's yeah. going to be amazing. I grew up with that. I wanted to be Luke Skywalker as really? a kid and oh, stuff. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. I have two daughters. I took them to see The Force Awakens, yeah. and I'm like, now we got Ray. So they, yeah. it's like we're going through the oh, same yeah. thing as me. It was it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, my dad, like, was a huge Star Wars fan. Like, I just, I love everything about Star Wars, and Darth Vader is my favorite character. So, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Nice, nice. So, uh, how's the tour been going so far with you guys? Good. Really good. Yeah, and you're getting ready to uh, meet up with Twisted and Yeah, we Texas. played some shows with Twisted, um, and we're going to go back and play some more with them, and then we have Sons of Texas coming up after that. Yeah, cool. And what can fans look forward to uh, with, uh, I know you guys got like Volume 3 coming out next month. Yeah, can you we tell have us about the that? EP dropping. Um, the pre-order is going to start on November 11th. So look out for that online, and we're really excited to get it out there. Awesome, awesome. And then tell us a little bit about the making of the Hiding from Heaven video. I uh, checked that out. Did you like they, that? Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of being, being like at the old school kind of oh, video game rooms and old everything. Old school video yeah. game stuff. Yeah, like an arcade. Yeah. I mean, we wanted to bring the whole story of September Morning into a, into a little bit of a side universe, you know, from, from keep the characters and everything like together but you know do do something a little bit off the beaten path with the universe and so that's kind of how I came up with the concept of that um, I'm an old school video game fan like I love like Street Fighter and stuff like that so um, it was really cool to kind of like bring that into um, what Claire does because she can't really see anything she's blind and like you know, life, but she can see reapers. She can see dead things. So like, so it's cool for her to play the game because they're, they're the reapers. So she sees them. And so it's, it's a cool little motif. Awesome. Awesome. So what can you tell our, our listeners about like your background? What was a uh, young September? Like, uh, you know, around what age did you discover music and then realize that you wanted to be a performer? Um, I like went to a performing arts school for high school. So, and I was a ballerina before I was a musician. Um, and so I was always in the arts. I did theater. I did ballet. I did dance. I did singing. I, you know, vocal stuff. I did, I mean, I've done kind of like everything, a hodgepodge of everything. So, um, it was just kind of a rite of passage after, um, I couldn't, continue my ballet career because of an injury I had to think of something else and so the natural 
instinct was to go into theater or vocals or something like that. So that's where I ended up. All right. And I see you brought a lot of that into your stage performance. Yeah, definitely. A lot of theatrical stuff into it. So Yeah, it's great. Um, So let's talk about what we were talking about a little bit earlier, your love of comic books and how they've inspired you as a band. Yeah, I I first fell in love with the comics when um, I discovered a box of my dad's comics in the basement of his parents' house. And I discovered the killing joke, the Batman killing joke. Oh, yeah. And that was like the first comic I read. And so it was super dark. But like I was like, this is freaking cool. You know, this is awesome. So um, from there on, I just started reading. Like I just couldn't get enough. So I was like all into it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got one of those in my collection, too. Uh, I think everybody that loves comics has a killing joke in their collection. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> they have to. Like, it's like a I don't know what printing they're on now, but, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, how many it's times crazy. it's come yeah. out, but it's a great one. So speaking of, uh, you know, the killing joke and stuff, do you see the Joker? Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, that movie was amazing. I think they finally did justice to that character, and I'm so glad that DC finally did justice to that universe and that character. Because yeah. it's, it's like, I, I love Heath Ledger, and I loved, you know, like Jack Nicholson and like all the other Jokers, but... It's like I think that um, Joaquin Phoenix really just hit hit it out of the park. Oh, you know, he amazing. was just like everything, and it was so modern day and so contemporary, and so like what is going on right now in the United States. It was just such a great picturesque like mirror towards exactly what we're all going through. There's a lot of anger out there, and I think there's a lot of like misinformation about um, you know about disabilities and things like that, and people just don't realize it, and we don't like we don't like talking about it because we don't like that reflected on ourselves because it makes us all look bad because we all are kind of like a little bit ashamed of that. And so yeah, I think such that a stigma with mental such health. A, and yeah. Mental you know? illness is such a stigma and it's hard to talk about. And it's like, so this was a great movie that like talks about it in a way that, you know, sheds some light on like, this is what's really going on. Like, this is, like, this isn't made up, like, I mean, yeah, it's a Joker, like, yeah, it's kind of made up because it's a universe from DC, but, like, but these things, these problems, these healthcare cuts that we're going through, these, like, all of that sort of stuff, that's real, that's real life, that's going on, and people are getting angry, and I think that that movie was, like, the reflection to the American people of, like, that anger, and I think that was... Some some people were like it was so hard to watch, and I was like, yeah, because it's exactly what nobody wants to talk about. Right yeah, now. and now we're talking about it. Yeah, we have now no we're choice. all talking about it. It's so. up in your face. Yeah. So speaking of that, who's been your favorite actor to play Batman? Then that um, universe. It's gonna have to be Christian Bale. I mean, you know, I just I love those the those three Batmans. Like the trilogy was, you know, the Nolan movies were probably my favorite Batmans. So, yeah, 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 mine too, definitely. Yeah. So you guys. Uh, uh, play some any comic cons yeah we played san diego comic con we played anime midwest we're playing arctic Con comic con next year we're playing a couple other comic cons next year um we've played uh the one in new jersey i forgot what it's called on the boardwalk on the um on the ocean atlantic city comic con and then we've played oh god th- there's been a dragon con we played this year nice. um, yeah we've been We've been playing a lot. That's it's, cool. It's, it's that's our realm. That's our that's where we you know thrive. Like that's you know this whole thing is built around a storyline. So it's good for us to play those things. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we we finally started getting um, 
Wizard World coming up to Cleveland. Oh, I love Wizard you know? World. I, we want to play that so badly because I, I took, think that would be dope. Yeah, I took my daughters there. And I remember like the first year I took them, they are like, Dad, where are you taking us? Because now you know, they're teenagers now and they're too cool for a lot of that stuff. But they fell in love with it. They, I mean, so now we go every year and we get our annual family photo together with whoever, you know, the star is that we pick. It's it. like so crazy that... Um, <laughs> That at first, like teenagers are like, oh yeah, comic book, but now everybody's into it. It's like nerdcore and nerd culture is now super cool. So yeah, like, I love you it. You know, and I and I love that. I mean, it's been cool for a while now, so I've I'm kind of used to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, speaking of stigmas, the whole you know that wasn't cool, and now it's like we're making what's not cool cool. You know. Yeah. People yeah. are able to come out now and say, whatever, I'm going to dress up. And, well, it's just so know, funny. It's like, like they're like, oh, you're a rock star. No, rock stars aren't rock musicians anymore. Rock stars are like like tech guys that build apps and like things like that. Those are Elon Musk is a rock star more than anybody out, out on the planet. So it's like it's so funny how things are changing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So would you say you're a Marvel or DC person? Definitely DC Universe. Um, it's darker. The villains are dope. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Joker is the best villain out there. Um, he just wants to see the world burn. Um, yeah, I mean, it's got to be DC. I respect Marvel and I respect what they've done for the industry. And I love Stanley's universes and everything he's created. So there's nothing against Marvel. I'm definitely not against Marvel. I love so many of the characters. But my favorite universe has got to be dc for the darkness yeah i've been kind of more of a marvel fan with the movies and stuff yeah you know, the, the movies are dope dc kind of never did it right until this joker movie and then and the nolan movies were good too but like yeah. but but this movie is now my favorite comic book movie ever is oh, the joker it, nice. it, and that's like saying a lot so that's awesome awesome so let's talk a little bit about the first time you met uh, comic artist Mark Silvestri and how did that collaboration come to be with you guys? First time we like got together, we had like a nine hour dinner talking about like everything I wanted to do with this project. And it was like insane. It was like maybe not nine hours, but it was like it was a long ass dinner and it was really cool. And he got it. And he's Mark is one of those people that thinks outside the box and wants to do things that are not status quo like he wants to like experiment like he did the witchblade um tv show that was on tnt way before anybody did any comic book tv shows or movies or anything like that this was like back in the early 90s i think or something like that and like so he kind of broke that mold before marvel was even thinking about it you know um he is always kind of a step ahead you know um and i thought if i wanted to do a universe like this that was multimedia, transmedia, went, you know, and did all this sort of stuff. Is it still recording? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, then, you know, I totally want to have Mark on my side. And also, he's the dude that makes these awesome, incredibly, you know, tight, like, uh, female superheroes, you know? Like, all of his females in his universes are just freaking amazing you know yeah, they're like like image comics yeah too, well right? yeah well mark's the founding partner of image comics yeah, so like yeah, that's all of his started. stuff yeah. yeah i mean so you know you have magdalena you have like witchblade you have like angelus you, i mean there's so many and um they're all super powerful super strong and super smart too so that that made me think he's the guy that's awesome yeah yeah um so how did the name uh, September Morning come to be? How'd you guys? I lost one of my best friends in September, so I wanted to make this like a 
bit of a homage to him. Oh, so. okay. That's sweet. So keep her memory going. Yeah, what you're doing every time I play a show, I remember him. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. And then, you know, going back to Mark, uh, I mean, you talked about sitting down with him and whatever, but how did you even, like, get that connection? So um, I messaged him on, like, a social media app and, like, and was like, hey, I have a crazy idea. And he looked through my media and he was like, who are you? Like, what are you, <laughs> what's going on? He, he, he was the one that messaged me back and then I pitched him the idea and he's like, you want to get on the phone tomorrow? And I was like, hell yeah, let's that do it. That is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it was literally like that. It was like I was just in the right place at the right time with him. And he was in the right headspace for it, and I've I, I count myself very lucky to be yeah, yeah. to be associated but, I mean, with. You took his that company. risk, you know. A lot of people you have don't. to take you the risk. The dice, like if you don't you know? take the risk, like you're never going to get the reward, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So here's some of the questions I normally ask uh, people I have on here. Um, what's like some songs that have inspired you the most in life? In life? Yeah. Inspired how? Um, just to try and live the, you know, I don't know. You just you you heard that song and you're just like, man, I gotta, you know. I don't it really have me any, up. You feel like the, the oh, that makes you. Well, yeah. I just have like ones that like key into different types of emotions, and it's funny because they've like changed as the years have went by. Like you know, I used to listen to a lot of like hardcore like you know, Dillinger Escape Plan and like, nice. you know, Milk Lizard, Ironworks, like all of the, like that, that album was like, at the time that, that I listened to that album, that album was like amazing to me. But then I listened to like Jimmy E. World Clarity, that album, and that became like amazing to me. Like, so it's just, I mean, it's kind of like different bands and different writers touch on different things, you know? Um, and there's, it's just cyclical for me. Um, right now I'm listening to a lot of SZA, uh, who's an urban artist who I just absolutely love. I know everybody's My daughter's like, like him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, she's she probably loves SZA. Um, Lizzo is another one that's cool, but Lizzo's really pop. But I think SZA is a more cooler version of, like, Lizzo. Like, Lizzo's a little bit more, like, um, a little bit more, you know, general. You know, like, SZA has, like... Her lyrics are just so like you're like yes I felt that like I totally felt that like you know and um, it's it's just great and I love I love artists that really speak to your soul and she's one of those people um, Janae Ieko I think that's how you pronounce her name I think I just murdered or butchered that name but she's another one she's freaking amazing like you know these girls are just coming out with these monstrous hits and and it's really cool seeing females empowered and like doing what they do yeah i remember my daughters were telling me about SZA, you know wanting to go uh they played some festival outdoors in cleveland or whatever and you know bad dad jokes will tell her not to go running with you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's amazing um so what's like your morning uh ritual daily routine like what's something you have to do before you get out and start kicking the world's ass um like for a tour uh tour is just basically wake up find a bathroom <laughs> um uh you know eat something and then get to the venue like as soon as you know they're here so that we can start setting up and like loading in and you know i have a makeup routine that takes about three hours to do um for the whole costume which looks and amazing by the thank way thank you costume <laughs> wigs makeup um and it's you know it's it's kind of a process but it really puts me into character and you know i i like doing it start getting in the zone right exactly yeah. nice 
So favorite place you've ever visited? Um, we played Glasgow once um, in in Europe, and it was like so cool. It was like so gothic and awesome. But my favorite place, and I've lived there, is Japan. So oh, I, I yeah, I lived in Tokyo for three months, and I freaking loved it. Awesome, awesome, and they got some inspiration from that. Oh yeah, say? definitely, a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, favorite toy as a child, and why? Um. You know, I didn't really have toys. Like, uh, I kind of, I left home when I was 12, so I didn't really have, like, a normal childhood. Um, and I was, like, so into ballet. Like, I started dancing when I was four years old. That was the first time I stepped on stage. So it was, like, I was so tunnel vision to make it that I, like, I didn't really have time for normal childhood things. So I didn't really have, I always liked stuffed animals a lot, you know. I liked it, just cuddling with them or, like, just putting them in between my legs and it just yeah. felt good. <laughs> Um, not like that, but like (laughs) (laughs) just when you sleep. Um, and you know, I mean, I guess that I like stuffed animals. I have a big teddy bear, like panda bear that I sleep with now. I was going to say, take a panda on the road with you. Yeah. I take my panda on the road. He's been with me for years now and I, he's fallen apart, but I still love him. Loyal companion though, still, huh? Yeah. He's just like, (laughs) he's just there. He's, he's. He's perfect. Like usually, put, people put pillows between their legs when they lie on their side so that they straighten out their back and they make sure like everything's in alignment. Yeah. So I put my panda there. He's perfect, and he's mushed down now, so he's like perfectly flat. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So, what about a uh, favorite wrestler? Uh, I don't really like know much about wrestling. No. I mean, Chris Jericho, but he, because he has Fozzie, so yeah, I guess yeah, I'll yeah. just say him. Like, <laughs> guys, ever get to play with him? The same. No, I mean, yet? we did. I. I licensed a song to TNA Wrestling called Before the Fall, but that was the only kind of, you know, I don't know, thing I've done with wrestling. Awesome. So what would you want your legacy to be? How would you want to be remembered? Um, If, you know, I just, I want this story to be more like global. And I, I think that the story is interesting because it's all about second chances and it's all about um, doing the right thing even if you don't really want to <laughs> and um, and there's a lot of that in it and and it's about life and it's about death and it's about you know taking those chances because you're only here for a certain amount of time and um, I think it's it's inspirational in a way without being cheesy um, it's dark in a way without being too gothic it's kind of universal it's, it speaks a lot of truth right now for me and for a lot of people and i think that's why people gravitate towards it and i'd just like the whole world to like know it awesome awesome so is there any message that you have for our military members currently serving overseas um don't die (laughs) um no um that was not a nice jug but um no i mean you know it's it's really it's hard being away from your families. It's hard being away from, you know, the, your loved ones. But we respect, admire, and love you so much for representing us and, and fighting for us and, and protecting our interests and protecting us as people. And, and we can't express that enough, you know. And so thank you so much and much love to all of you guys. It sounds like a sound check going on there. The next band will will probably be getting loud here soon. So uh, 
if people want to know more about September Morning, where would you send them? And if they want to pick up your music and stuff like that. You can go to our main website, um, www.septembermorning.com, and that's M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. And that has all of our socials on it and stuff like that, so you can get around to it. Okay, great. And then one last favor. Uh, would you mind doing a promo ID for our radio show? All right. I write it down for everybody because it's kind of a mouthful. <laughs> Boondoggle, yes. On Domain Cleveland Radio. Hi, this is September from September Morning, and you are listening to today's Boondoggle on Domain Cleveland Radio. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, really appreciate it. Thanks.
Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of today's Boondoggle. Domain Cleveland Entertainment is a veteran-owned and operated entertainment cornucopia of nonsensical shenanigans. You can find interesting interviews, music news, entertainment information and just about everything else in between. Thank you again for tuning into the show here at Domain Cleveland.